Ladies and gentlemen, Celebrated Vibes. Yes, sir. Soon to be one of the hottest podcasts around. Soon will be. It's your man, Lou Walker. Across from me. Kevin Turrell. Mr. Kevo himself. Yes, sir. Our strong man's out of commission. He'll be back soon. But in the meantime, between time, let's get it in. So, it's a lovely day. Mm-hmm. It's February, you know, Black History, Valentine's, All-Star Weekend. Nothing but greatness in this month. It's crazy. Like, I'm not even watching the game right now. Look, the only thing that I saw was the celebrity game. And saw your man DK Metcalf trying to dunk over everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was funny. I wasn't but, watching. I'm like, okay. I didn't see Slam Dunk. Yeah. Although they said McClung did his thing. Yeah. You know, um, but in, in, in the game, I'm not watching, obviously. No. You know, so <clears throat> welcome to Elevated Vibes. Uh, this podcast is solely uh, for the culture. We're here to uplift. We're up here to, you know, regenerate all lost feelings of hope. Letting you guys know that there is a way. Mm-hmm. There's always a way, you know what I mean. So, <clears throat> without further ado, Kevo, what's on tap? What's on tap for today, man? What are we talking about? So something that today just popped in my mind was how the effects of your childhood, how it dictates and shapes the person that you become mm. as an adult. Mm. You know, even for me, one thing I learned at an early age was being disciplined and it's helped shaped a lot to how I look at things now. For example, I know growing up, I'm grew up seven day at Venice. So every Saturday I was up, I used to complain to moms, yo, I already wake up five days early. Why Saturday? I only got one day to myself, which is Sunday. I used to be tight about it. Right. But regardless, I had to go. So this, so from now, it's even when it comes to the gym, as much as everybody sees I be in the gym, I hate working out. I hate it. <laughs> I don't like, I, I hate the feeling I get no when, it, when it's, I, but I, do I, don't not, know, I do not like it. I don't know what it is, but I always catch that inkling that like, that's like your second home type feel. Like you get and, to the gym. You know what it is? You know it's like a, be. it's like a win, like a, like an adrenaline rush. So I am pumped to work out. Yeah. But when it hits two weeks, that's when I'm like, okay. Getting sick of this. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting annoyed. <laughs> you know, and at that point, everything plumps up because you've been working out. Yeah. And I'm ah, uh, I still got to work out. Like, why am I working out? You know, so for me, I had to change my my mindset in that. But, you know, just little things um, growing up, I feel like it's discipline now how I see looking at the gym. I don't want to go to the gym, but I understand what the gym does it adds it almost like it adds strength to your body and it's like longevity right you know what i'm saying and regardless how i feel about it i gotta do it yeah as much as i hated to go into church every saturday i had to do it right and i'm actually glad because you know going to church and getting to know god and 
and listen to these stories, I see how it helps me today right. and how I think when I'm making decisions. You know, I'll, I'll, that's one thing that's big with me is when things happen, my mind goes into, okay, how do you respond? You know, I feel like Ivy Johnson got this one story when it says um, something about, um, it doesn't matter about the situation about when a man goes into the storm is how he responds or how he is as a person when he um, gets out of the storm. Right. You know, in life things happen, but it's how you respond to it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that goes to the earlier when I was talking to your OG Joe, you know what I'm yeah. saying, about, you know, life is all about pers- um, perspectives and how you see it. Right. You know, if you're always seeing things in negative light, how are you going to grow? It's almost like when things happen, I, so I try to think to myself, okay, what can you learn from this? Right. You know, so I started changing everything I'm doing. I'm trying to change my concept on how I view things. Right. Okay. It's kind of funny you say that because if you, if you really, if you really dissect that, you're talking about upbringings kind of, kind of form who you are in the future. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm more so of a understanding also shapes a person. Like for me, it's one thing for you to tell me, hey, you got to do, you got to do this every day. You got to mm-hmm. go to church every day. You have to, you know, get up early for school every single day. You just, when you sit there, you wonder, it's like, for what? For me to understand why I have to do these things kind of help me and mold me into the man that I am to be able to make the decisions that I make. That's because right. it's like, as soon as I understand why, I can also factor in why it's important to you. And then I can also factor in why should it be important to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, exactly. so when I, you know, coming up, you know, we went to church Sundays. We were non-denomination. Mm. Same Jesus. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but we, you know, we go and I sit there and just be like, look, I only like to get off of school. Right. I, you know, all of this driving somewhere else that ain't school, I ain't, I ain't with it. Well, there's Sunday school. Eh, ain't enough for Sunday. Like, right. <laughs> you know, I used to hate it. But then getting there and, uh, the, you know, the church that I was going to, I got involved with it. I start catching, start catching that vibe and start catching the understanding as to, you know, why we do the things that we do, why the Bible is written the way that it's written, you know, and things of mm-hmm. that nature. And then, you know, after a while, it just got to a point of, okay, I get it. And I want to do it now. Right. Like I, I want to go to church every Sunday so I can mm-hmm. understand the Bible a little bit more because I can have my own uh, perspective, as you, as you would say. Right. You know, I can have my own perspective, but uh, uh, a perspective of what it was intended to be mm-hmm. makes more sense to me. Right. You know, so, you know, how, but, but you say... You say that how we're how we're brought up determines how we are in the future. So do you believe that kids in less fortunate neighborhoods have a less chance of being successful than those 
in a more fortunate neighborhood. Mm. You would go there with that one. I, I had to. I had to. Because society wants us to believe that a financial economic would determine how we come up. Mm-hmm. So, do you believe that the ones with less cash in their pocket have a less chance of making it than those with plenty of money in their pocket? And you know what? It's funny because I'm a I'm a twist it a little bit because I felt like before, you know, I would think, of course, you know, they don't have the resources, the outlets to make it out their environment. I got you. You know what I'm saying? And me not coming from that, I'm like, whoa, that's that's a lot. You know, I don't even know if I could, right? Right. And then I thought on the flip side, what if, what if, so I put myself in their shoes. I'm like, okay, what if I really had to go two, three years going into high school with the same clothes on? You know what I'm saying? Little things like that. And I, I feel like that would create some kind of hunger that I hated this. I'm going to make sure that when I'm older, I'm going to, I don't, I'm never going to wear the same outfit because I remember those years that I had to wear the same clothes, same pants every year. You know what I'm saying? And it almost like that would drive you just to get to where you want to go in life. Right. And almost you can use it as fuel. You could. However, you know, However, the problem with that, and this is just me spewing my personal experience out there. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was young, you know, school time came around, you get two pairs of shoes. You get that white shoe, and that you get that shoe. black shoe. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and you probably get like three to five outfits. You know, it's five outfits if it's all from Walmart, but if you want some Nike, you want some Jordan, some Adidas, you get two of them things, and you got to make it stretch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is, you got to wear the shirt with some regular jeans, the mm-hmm. pants. Regular shirt, like right. you got a. You know, it's almost to like where you wear the different color tees, you and you have like five, five little shirts you with like some echoes, or you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> and like then I'm you just, you. you just, all right, I'm wearing black tee this day, white tee that day, a shirt the third day, and just. I'm <laughs> I telling you, those back days. and forth. And then, <laughs> hey, when you got that, it would, that buy one get one. When you, all right, I'm gonna put the black tee on top, the white tee underneath. Book, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next day, you flip it. <laughs> Uh, but no, I say that to say, you say having less, you say having less when it comes to, you know, which is in this particular topic, mm-hmm. it builds a hunger, right. makes you want to, you know, when I grow up, I'll never wear the same outfit twice. Right? Mm-hmm. For some people who, you know, never really had the, the, the fortunates to have black shoes, white shoes, they had to wear, you know, big bros old shoes. Right. You know, for those guys, you know, there's there's less of that when I grow up type vibe. It's just what they see in their neighborhoods. Cause mm-hmm. I really think that that plays a factor. You see people robbing and see people shooting dice. You see people selling drugs. And yeah, it's almost money. like they said you're you're the product of your environment. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in that aspect Going back to the same questions, like, do you think that just because they're around drugs, do you think that they have a less, do you think that they have a, how can I say it? Do you, do they have a less chance of being successful versus the suburb kids that don't be around drugs at all? 
Mm-hmm. Because in my personal opinion, I feel like it's equal. It's equal yes. <laughs> and and it's funny because I was going to say that goes to how you view things in life. Exactly. Like if my parents instill that this could be your future. Like if you just grind it out, work hard, keep ahead in the books. Like, you see, the problem with those type of encouragements is mm-hmm. that there are some kids out there and I'm not just speaking from you know particulars but there are kids out there that would hear yo if if you grind if you push if you do this hmm. you can have this house you can have this car you can have all of the things that you desire they still want to know well how the hell do i do it right. <laughs> that's the one answer that nobody no celebrity no parent no educator mm-hmm. nobody has ever given you the answer of well i want to make a million dollars selling cars how nobody can tell you how mm-hmm. all they can tell you is just keep grinding and working hard <laughs> yeah. and you'll get what you want but it's like uh when i get the hundred thousand dollars what am i supposed to do right. like nobody has the cheat code but everybody has the the there's no cheat code for life exactly so with that being said that's why I said that it's equal game because mm-hmm. I've seen plenty of rich people that string out because, you know, parents got money. So if I get in trouble, I'm all right. right. Pop's going to bail me out. Mom's got me. Whatever, whatever. They drive a Mercedes as their first car. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They, they do cocaine as a hobby. You know, I've seen those guys on that path of destruction who don't really amount to nothing versus our co-host that has been around violence and, and, and the bad stuff and came out to be, a, you know, one of the most successful people that we may know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. That's why it's like you said, life is about perspective. Perspective. You know what I'm saying? I've always said that you wake up with the two C's. I think uh, one of the guys I heard on Instagram said yeah. you wake up with the choice, choice and the chance. chance. Yep. Yeah. And it's so it's so true. And look, when I heard it, I was trying to disagree with it. <laughs> I was trying to figure out how it wasn't true. I but there you. was, I'm challenging. I'm like, yo, that is absolutely true. Because at the end of the day, you have, when you wake up in the morning, as anybody wake up in the morning, you have the choice of getting up, getting ready, laying back down for another 10 minutes, or laying back down for the next 10 minutes and just sleep for the hour. Like Everybody has that choice. But that consequence of sleeping for the hour was due to your choice. You can't say you didn't have a chance because the alarm clock went off. Mm-hmm. You didn't wake up. Right. You had the choice of get up. Or lay back down. You chose to lay down. No. So now you're late to work. Exactly. Unfortunately, this is your third time being late. So fortunately, you're fired now. Mm-hmm. All because the choice that you had made destroyed your chance to some more pay. No. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I always feel like what you do, even from as a child, you know, you get up mm-hmm. and you get up, you walk into school. I don't know if you've ever had to walk to school, but I've walked to school a few My times. My senior year. Senior year? Yeah. Okay. Elementary for me. I walked to school. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you see all the see all the stuff you ain't supposed to see. 
you know, the, 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 the drugs, the smoking and all this other stuff. And then you got the, you got the kid, the dudes on the block. Says, hey, little, little niggas, stay in school. And now yeah. like, <laughs> I, I had to view that walking from my West, when we lived on the West side. No apartments. Yeah. When we lived out there, you know, seeing that, I'm like, okay, well, they seem to be living their best life out here. Right. They're not stressing. Exactly. Their energy good. You know, I get home, I'm getting yelled at because I got clothes on the floor. Right. (laughs) I ask for a little, you know, a little something, something. I get yelled at. Buddy, grow on trees. Mm -hmm. I'm like, ugh. Right. And I'm not like, I just saw him with a whole bunch of money. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, ooh. But in the same breath, I always appreciated my mom telling me things like money don't grow on trees. Because mm-hmm. grow, hit it by hit it by adult life now, I realize that it's not even about the amount of money that we make. It's about mm-hmm. what we do with the money that we're making. Yeah. You know, that plays a major a major key. Mm-hmm. Because if you are you're talking about a a, a person, we're gonna call them exhibit A, and this person is just sitting with 20 grand in his savings account. And then I'll call exhibit B has the same 20K. But see, this exhibit B, he spends his 20K, you know, buying jewelry, buying, you know, shoes, clothes, da 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 da. Buddy on exhibit A, he's taking, you know, half of it and investing it and. The other half, he's trying to build his credit up and little odds and ends like that. Right. It's just like ten years down the line, when that twenty k that twenty k is gone or will be projected to be gone, the question is, who's on the up and up? Right. You know what I'm saying? The person that invested that money and it turned a profit, or the person that just bought all the clothes and now he's just trying to sell it to turn a profit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I've always. I've always digged the line from Fab. He said in one of his songs, he said, there's a difference in getting money and got money. (laughs) When I heard that, I said, yeah, I I feel you. (laughs) Because when you're getting money, you know, you're worrying about the next check either way. When the, when the next bit of that income's coming in, oh, I just made ten grand. When's the next ten grand coming in? Exactly. You know, but when you got money, oh, ten grand. I didn't even know that came in today. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that is fact. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that's facts. I feel like so. So so. Let me ask you this: Just uh, keeping it on the on the topic of upbringings. Mm-hmm. Where do you stand as far as when to tell your kids about the importance of living? Like, do you would you rather wait for your kid to be like teenagers to explain to them what credit is, to explain to them what it takes to live in the world, or would you rather tell them as 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 young as five, six years? Like, would you believe that you would be in a better position if you learned about credit and shit? Like when you were seven versus learning about it when you were seventeen, I definitely was. I'm going to start young, and I I always said this. I'm going to pour all my knowledge I can into my kids. Like I'm going to, like I every day I'm going to try. So to answer your question, every day I'm gonna to try to show them something. Right. Like every day would be my goal to show my child, 
you know, being polite, showing respect, you know, just those little things. Because I, I see how it, I see how my mom applied discipline to a lot of things. <laughs> and, you know, to this day, it's, it's, it's shaped me in being respectful to people, you know. And so when it comes to my kids, I love the way I am. And I know it's right. Okay. And I want my kids to be the same way. Now, do you think that that's the, the fact that moms use, a, you know, lays out a structure, mm-hmm. you know, or she's a very, I'm going to call her a high uh, dictator. <laughs> nah, nah, she's very strict, though. Yeah. Do you believe that when, as you're getting shaped, is it shaped out of fear or is it just shaped out of the understanding? Mm. Because for me, I seen what my mom did when my sister stepped out of line. So for me, it was fear. It was like, uh, yeah. I seen how you got beat up. Uh-uh. Yep. <laughs> and and I'm weird. glad you said that because <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad because... I even say it to this day, my kids are going to fear me. <laughs> they they will. I mean, they do something wrong just to look alone. You know why? Because I fear that little 5'2", short, feisty Spanish day. girl. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, and I just remember, like, in church, if I would try to stay up. And as soon as I drift in, she'll, I'll wake up, and she's already looking at me. And just that look alone, I'm like, oh, my goodness i'm about to get whooped when i go home if i stop sleeping in church you know and i and that's why i had so much respect for her right as of today you know to this day she cursed me out yell at me i'm not saying nothing (laughs) you know and i know that's what i gotta do for my kids i'm gonna have them fear me but at the same time i'm gonna have to learn how to I'm not going to say, why well, I shouldn't say that because I already know I'm going to be, I'm the type that's going to be into my kids' life as much as possible. Right. Teaching them about every little thing that right. I can. Right. So if a topic comes up about credit, oh yeah, he's going to learn something that day about credit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I and that's And that's how I'm going to do it on the fly. You know? I'm, I'm the same way. You know, um, I'm one of those guys that, you know, my kids fear me. Oh, yeah, I know. Sorry, I walked through the door and I got that face on. Oh, they don't know if they're getting a whooping. And mm-hmm. they finna get cussed out. They yep. finna be on punishment. They don't know what they finna get. And I'm like, good. Because I don't want you to get too comfortable. Mm. Because this world is not comfortable. Right. There's no way on God's green earth are you going to be comfortable in America. You can't. Because every year they're changing something. And it alters our way of living every time. So it's like, you can't get too comfortable. Everything's always going to change. One thing that I wish that I knew when I was... uh, One thing that I wish my parents did, something I wish I knew, was about when it comes to credit, is I didn't know that a lot of people are actually um, putting their kids as authorized users on their credit card. So when you swipe the credit card and you pay that bill, 
they, their, their, their credit, credit goes go up, up too. too. Yeah. So I'm like, damn. So you ain't think about me? Right. <laughs> 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 I was so for sure. Right. You know what I'm saying? You got this lovely little credit card for the bills. You, you, you could have easily put my name on it. Mm-hmm. But see, I'm glad because if you had a bad pay record, I don't know my parents play history. But if what? it was terrible, my credit would have started bad. Exactly. <laughs> so it's a, it's a gamble. You know what I'm saying? It is. It is. But uh-huh. if that, but how you say you're going to be into your kids, if you're into your kids as much as you plan to be and how much I am into mine, you know, that's always going to be on the back of your mind when that credit card is due. You know, you, eh, whatever. I'll pay the late fee. Mm-hmm. You can't because when you pay the late fee, it drops your credit. Now your kid's credit's attached. Mm-hmm. I can't drop her. I can't allow it. I'll do 25 minimum. Mm-hmm. I'll go get blood and get that. Like, <laughs> figure a way. But I'm going to make it happen to where mm-hmm. that can continue on because that's important. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of the things that are important in life were not taught to us as children. Yeah. You know, and I feel like one of the main one of the main things that we don't learn as kids is patience. Mm. We need no. like we don't learn that at all, bro. Like we li- like look how anxious we are when the new kicks come out. Look how anxious we are when new games come out. Look how anxious we are when new whips come out. When new with the new season starts you know mm-hmm. everybody is so like anxious because we've waited so long but then look at the little kids out here that throw tantrums because they want it right now exactly you know what i mean yeah. so it's like there's so much more reward in that wait yeah than it patient. is to get it in right then yeah. and then not to not to try to keep this on a biblical sense but y'all i've always wondered well why am i so impatient Mm -hmm. and it only took me being in a position to where i got something i wanted right away to realize that i didn't know what to do with it (laughs) right like i was just in that spot of uh okay I, i need it like air and then when as soon as i get it i'm like okay i got it I did what I needed to do, and it was just like... I ain't never think of what to do with it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... And it's funny. That happened to me recent. I always wanted... um, You know, I'll be knowing the Jordan's names. It's the the ones, the black and yellow. Yeah. Right. I always wanted it. And I actually... I got the shoe. And I was like, okay, I'm finna wear it. And I was like, yo, I don't got no shirt to wear with it. (laughs) (laughs) So... The That's day up, I had to go quick <laughs> and go. I, think, I forgot where I went. Probably H&M or Forever 21. Uh-huh. I'm sure to go with it. And I'm like, dang. I, I remember I, I, I manifested. I said I wanted those shoes and I got them. Right. Intent have nothing to wear with it. But that's so weird because that's exactly how I feel about these fives. Because I was like, as soon as, soon as I see them, I'm copping them. I don't care. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care how much they cost. Mm-hmm. None of that. I'm copping them. So, you mm-hmm. know, Shorty came up to me. It's like, babe, I want some, uh, she's like, I want some new shoes. So I was like, okay, I'll take you Friday. Just, you know, pull up to the ball. I said, all right, baby, go get the shoes you want. I'm just chilling. I took a nice little stroll on the guy side. Mm-hmm. And boom, they were sitting right there. I said, nah, these ain't for me. Mm-hmm. I said, we're going to find out. We're going we gonna, to, fake going to tell me if these are for, for me or not. So excuse me, you got those in the 10? He said, let me go check. 
We're back. I said, all right. If they not for me, he going to say nah. Exactly. He came back. Got him in the nine. I said, ooh. <laughs> and you know I wear double socks. Right. <laughs> I take a sock off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. Uh, so I did exactly that. I took a sock off. I put the shoe on. I said, they're coming home. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and I copped them. And then I was so happy I got them. I put on the Jag jersey with it. The Geo. Yeah. I, I wanted the experiment. It did not match. <laughs> <laughs> but then... So happy I got the stickers. I ain't got no shirt for them. Mm-hmm. The only thing I got are socks. Ah, uh, I ain't yeah. got I got nothing for them. Yeah, but I got them. That's funny though. <laughs> but that funny. goes back to what we talked about a few months ago, and I was like, uh, the pair of eights that I bought, the Jordan eights that I bought, and it took me like a year to get a full fit for it. Mm. So same with these, probably. I'll probably. You know, wear them one more time and then mm-hmm. have them sit until I get a full fit for them and then pull them out when it's time to put that fit on. But, right. you know, I was like, ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely feel you on that. Yeah. But So so um, I'll probably say the one thing that I know for me that I wish was instilled in me at an early age was being confident. Ooh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, certain, certain things I was real confident in, like math. Oh, in my sleep, love yeah, math. I'm, I got you. Yeah, I'm got good you. with numbers. Um, but the the story that oh, it always bugs me to this day is that I remember in third grade, uh, teacher name was Burton. Just loved loved that class. Right. Excelled in it. I just remember having a meeting one day, and it was my teacher, my um, both my parents was there, and they were talking to me about yo Kevin is. He's mad advanced. Like we're going, we're, we're thinking about skipping him a grade. Okay. And so I'm like, okay, you know, I, I, I didn't really have an emotion to it. I'm like, okay, cool, you know. I thought it was, I'm just gonna do it. Right. And then so, I, I skipped the grade. Was in fourth grade now. Right. And don't remember my teacher's name. Don't remember any of the students what they look like. I just remember it being very blurry today. And I know it was because I was so scared to be in that class. I just didn't feel like I was ready. I didn't think that I was smart as the people in this class. Gotcha. Because in that third grade class, I was very comfortable. I knew everything. Right. I was just ahead. But now being in fourth grade, the expectation, oh, man, it's fourth grade. You know, the work that we're doing was a lot tougher. And I just lost all confidence just on day one. Right. And then craziest thing, I just remember telling my parents to put me back. <laughs> Facts. Really? Yeah. So did you go back? Or did I went back. Oh, man, I wouldn't have went back. I, exactly. As a parent, I would not have allowed that. Right. I would have just been like, nah. Yeah. Man. Just, so, you're just nervous. You got this. Though. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, Not yeah. being confident in myself, I ran, and I got put at the third grade. But as a parent, 
I I would never forget that. So for me, that is something that being confident, I got to put in my kids. Yeah. I have to. Confidence is definitely a big one. Yeah. Because a lot of the, like, one of some of the things, like, my my daughter doesn't really care to go to school with a, with a, with a crappy hairstyle because she doesn't feel confident enough to pull it off. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling her, much like what you just said, how you don't remember your middle school, that, that you don't remember that teacher's name. Yeah. You don't remember none, what, the, what none of the kids look like. I said, baby girl, listen to me. I'm only friends with one person from elementary school. It don't matter. <laughs> like, if you if if you look beautiful in this, then wear it. What they think won't matter twenty years down the line when you're cashing your damn check. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not even gonna remember what they look like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So remember that video on Instagram where the judge was uh, prosecuting her what, high school or middle school or elementary school classmate? And he brought down? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I think he was wearing like a jersey or something like that. It's yeah. like, yo, it's like confidence is going to separate you becoming a judge or a criminal. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I agree with you. Confidence is going to be like that. That's that main factor. A lot yeah. of people imagine the amount of suicides that would drop as long as these people have confidence. A lot of us don't yeah. have it. Low self esteem. Exactly. And a lot. And, uh, and believe it or not, a teacher has always said it, and I always believe it to this day. It always starts at the home. Yeah. You have to. You have to. Even if you're surrounded by negativity. You have to put yourself in that position to be the positive vibe. Yeah. It is now your purpose to be a positive vibe in the house. You know that, you know, you watch all of the TV shows where it's always the middle child that's doing everything. And it's, it's the middle child that's keeping everything together is because that person has already made it up in their mind that it's my job to make sure everybody's good. Middle child. Middle child. I am the middle child. Oh, yeah. As a matter of fact. I am the middle child. And that actually says something because I'm the youngest and I don't care about none of them. Yep. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm dead. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. But no, nah, but confidence, yeah. Now, I, I, I can see that. I can mm-hmm. see that. I can see that. And, and is, you know, I like now I start to think about like, what I could have done in the past, even though I shouldn't, but my mind goes there sometimes. And like, I, 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 like can, what? Like, like, for example, another one would be for me, what's about basketball? Okay. Yeah, you know, I got a lot of, I got a lot of dreams about Jack, about basketball. Yeah. You know, man, that's one thing I could wake up and do every day basketball. No matter what time, Shoot. two hours of sleep, I'm going to hoop, you know, and I remember just being, I started AAU late, I think of like my probably eleventh grade year. Yeah. So a lot of pressure because most times they college is already looking at you as a freshman. Right. Um, but I had a I had a great junior year. Can't remember what I averaged, probably ten, eleven points. Um uh, we the team we wasn't a good team, but we were solid enough to like compete. Right. You know. Um so I remember those days and I just remember they had I had games that I used to be so nervous. Then then think I could do it. I got you. You know, oh because this person, everybody know who he is. He already better than me. 
you know, and I'm like, dang, why why am I thinking that already? Like, right. the, like the game didn't even start. Right. You know, and it's I didn't believe in myself. Right. I was not confident. Right. You know what I'm saying? Until, for example, like today now, oh, I'm extremely confident in myself. And now you can feel it when I play basketball because I make sure. Um, funny story, last night I had a basketball game. We won 86-82. Tough game. Good and game. Good game. Facts. And what you, what you put up? So I put up 17 points. Hey. You know what I'm saying? And in North Thing, it's not even about the points. Let what's me your, let me what's your assist then? Probably had like seven. Okay. Okay. Seven. Seventeen, seven. Right. And I had some some rebounds and steals. Oh. Funny enough. Okay. Stat sheet stuff. Exactly. Hey. And it so the opposite team after the game, this dude was talking smack. I mean, he's talking about, oh, you, you too little. You can't guard me. You can't guard me on the block. Dude, probably like six foot. You know, I'm 5'8", probably about my size. Right. So I know one possession, he got the ball, pulled the ball out. I thought it was going to go out of bounds. He recovered and went back up and made it. Stay too little to guard me. I'm like, huh, you funny. So whole game, he was talking like that. We won, right? And then he came up to me personally. He's like, you know, you know you're the reason why y'all won tonight, right? And I'm like, I'm surprised. Dude been talking all all game. Right. So I'm like, uh, like, you think so? And he kept nodding his head like, yeah, you definitely was the reason why. And off rip is because of how I control the game. Right. You know, every play I was effective. And it's funny because it all came from preparation before the game. I already was thinking about, for some reason, my gut is never wrong. Like I say, I said, we're going to have a tough, tough game tonight. I don't know. But I already prepared myself to every time I got the ball. I was going. I was going to look to score, if not make the pass. Right. That's exactly what I did. So when people don't know too much about basketball in zones, they were doing a two-three. So okay. when you're doing a zone, you are in a specific area. Depending on where the ball moves, you have to shift. So you was top left or top right? I was top right in the beginning, and it's funny. I'm gonna throw a little off. I made an adjustment because the person that was on the bottom zone. He was letting his man get too many rebounds. By the middle? No, nah, bottom right. Oh. Whew. So we swapped. That baseline stuff. And he's so you and bottom dude, right. So, so, so the dude. the four. Right. So the dude's tall. Like the dude that I switched with, he's taller than me. He's six foot. But I know I'm a box out. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So just little adjustments like that I make during the game. You know, even though at a certain point that I was getting to the rack a lot and finding the person. And then they switched it to 3 2. Oh, okay. so I'm like, okay, cool. That's what you want to do. So now I'm at the feet throw. I'm playing a big man now. <laughs> I missed the whole game up. So little things like that. I see how I control the game. And that's what I know. That's why exactly why he was like, he said, y'all were balling. They were balling. But you, you got the vision. Right. You got the and, vision. And it is because I am so confident in any game that I play, whether it's in the gym, or even in man's league, you can control the game just by being present, being a leader, speaking to everybody. And that's big. Right. Because going back to your confidence, you know, your confidence theory, you know, when I played ball, Mm -hmm. you know, my first time actually trying was eighth grade. Got cut. Mm -hmm. Coach said, because I didn't have a left hand. (laughs) Right. Took that entire winter break. 
I worked on that left hand so hard. Facts. I got that thing down packed. Now, now you go. Now you go left more than you go right. Wait, right. <laughs> I'm like, the same way. <laughs> like yo, I, I put that. I put it at work. But I wish. Now and this is probably the only thing economically I would bring in. Like I wish that we were more fortunate enough financially to where I could have played. Right. Because it was like I knew I was raw talent that needed to be molded, but with what funds for me to do this? Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like now, well, not now. I say in my twenties. You know, I was the man on this court, but as you say about confidence, I was nervous as hell coming over here. You know right. Like when we when I balled when I balled for my YMCA, I was the man. I, yep. I knew what I was doing. But when I came and balled for your church team. I was nervous. I don't know nothing. Like I didn't have that confidence in me mm-hmm. or in my game or who I was. I was in a dark place at the time. You were there. You knew. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have the confidence in myself to say, man, I'll outball anybody on this court. Yeah, And it's funny that you said that because I was the same way. I was confident in that gym that I grew up playing in. Uh. I started going to other gyms. And boom, that nervousness came. Yeah. And I, I remember... Every AAU game, I used to be nervous. For, but some reason, boom, it was like PTSD. <laughs> Got to a new gym, didn't know nobody. Boom, I felt the nervousness. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, okay, so I'm not there yet. So it was at a point that I had to build confidence. Now, it's funny how I got it. I sprained my ankle. I was on crutches for a while. Right. I remember like yesterday, I could not. It took three months to heal. But those three months... I work. All I could do was shoot, 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 shoot. So, you know, I've always been. My first step is what separates me in a lot of basketball. First step is really good, and being faster, getting my ankles on point. I actually like worked on myself, and when I got back, oh, I was in my prime. Oh, you was out there about twenty five, and then that's when I was like, okay, now I'll go back to test it. I started going to other gyms. Right. And I'll run the gyms. And me, me, you know, I'll bring wrong Justin. And you know what's crazy? Because I always feel like when me and you play. Yeah. It don't matter who. Exactly. It don't. <laughs> it don't matter. It don't matter who. Because at the end of the day, they have to guard us. That part. That part. Look. And I, I always tell myself, and it's because we are so confident. It's like when we go to Jackson, we, you know, we, we play at the, 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 the ocean, ocean, ocean way joint. Yeah. yeah. Outside, four on four, rough. I mean, my white shirt is brown. <laughs> yeah. I dump every white shirt. I bring a white shirt prepared for that day because I'm dumping <laughs> it in that pad. Yeah, and, we definitely get it in. Right. Okay. And then every time we step, we already know. I don't care how tall, how short, how fast. At the end of the day, they're going to have to guard us. Right. And, I, and I believe in myself shutting you down more than you're going to shut me down. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's, it's funny how just confidence... And I'm like, dang, imagine if I had this as a kid. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember the first time I played on the team was eighth grade. I didn't make the team. I actually became the captain. Oh, I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) Why you got cut, I made it. Why do you think I ain't telling no stories? Hey, look, hey. (laughs) I would have been mad. I would have been mad. Nah, but um, I just remember I used to be nervous every game. And... I'm just like, yo, imagine if I would have had the confidence if 
because I, I learned how to play basketball just me and Pierre just going down the street. We couldn't play baseball. Baseball was my first sport. Right. You know, had to learn basketball. It was only me and my brother. So I, I just happened to make the team. You know what I'm saying? So right. I didn't really know about basketball. Right. So I remember my confidence was at there as a kid. Right. So I know that even when my kids play sports, like I listened to what Kobe said. I think his father told him something like, you know, I don't care if you score 30 points um, every game or you don't score, I'm still going to love you. Yeah. It's okay to mess up. Right. You do your best. And trying to be your best, you work on your craft. All day long. You know, that will instill the confidence. So little things like that is like, man, I didn't have that, but I don't want to have a kid. Oh, yeah, they're they going to get it. Oh, yeah. They're going to get all the love. And that's why I look at kids are so precious. You know what I'm saying? And usually when I see other kids, I do like to see how their brain works. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like like everybody makes fun of me for my little boy Z. So <laughs> <laughs> it's an insider, but long story short. I was watching him get up from, I think, the, the room. They just moved in the room. Right. So there was a lot of uh, furniture and stuff like that everywhere. Okay. But he would have this routine of he would hop on the chair, get from the chair to this box, and from that box he could jump on the couch. Like that floor is lava type? Yeah. Gotcha. Exactly. Gotcha. You know, as a kid, we used to do that. Little, yeah. Right. <laughs> so little things like that, I would watch the route that he takes, and then boom. The box broke. Ooh. So now I'm watching. And now he can't make it to the couch. And I see him get frustrated. And I see him cry. Ooh. And immediately I'm like, nah, uh-uh. So I, I went up to him. I'm like, look, look. Moved out the way. Got more, got different boxes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Built the same kind of. And I'm like. Go again, go again, go again. And then, boom, went from the chair to the boxes. Boom, couch. She looked at me, started celebrating. Just that little moment, I'm like, oh, yeah, I did something for him. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, and the thing is, I allowed it to get to each step that it did. I watched him. I watched him mess up. But before helping him, I want him to, f to know what it feels like. To not win, to lose. Right. To feel like you can't do it. To get frustrated and to cry. Exactly. I let him cry a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And afterwards, I'm like, all right, cool. Now I'm going to teach him. And just the look on his face, how happy he was. It's just that level of you know achievements. I, I kind of, believe it or not, I get that kind of way when I'm like, to see the growth of, of my nine-year-old. To see, to see how see how far JoJo has come, you know, over the years. Oh yeah. And to even to even to take it as far as saying like when me and her, when me and her decide we play Call of Duty together. Yeah. And it's just like to know that she done came from, you know, a person I used to be like, come on JoJo, I'm not gonna play with you if you're not gonna take this serious. Right. Because when we first started playing, you know, it was all about the butterflies and the sky, the birds, the skies, the planes, and all that of the jazz, and then it's like now it's all right. Where the enemies at? Let's get them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, and to know that she's learning what's a priority in that game, 
which tells me that now I can show her what's a priority in life Mm -hmm. so that she knows what she needs to attack first versus what's popular. Because, you know, know, everybody goes to what's popular. Nobody, Nobody really goes to what's important unless you're either forced to or it was brought upon you. Right. You know what I mean? So, nah, but <clears throat> I definitely, I, de- I definitely feel like confidence mm-hmm. is is needed. And it's funny because, you know, everybody knows my sister has this young, full of energy. Everybody loves her. Right. My sister's very confident. Right. And I only speak for my sister only because, you know, growing up, it was a lot. And we was in a situation that I was 18 and just when I was trying to look to play college ball somewhere you know my parents divorced so that's when I had to take care of Yalisma as a freshman right take her to school every day pick her up take her to AU basketball practices all her games in high school I did my best to pour that into her as a basketball player I got you and even outside the basketball court, I would always tell her, yo, I think you were wrong with this or that. We still have that relationship to this day, but it all started when that happened. Okay. You know, we had a long conversation. I told her, yo, it's okay. It's okay to lose. You did your best. All you can do is learn from it, what you could have did better. And I always used to have long talks with you, Lisa. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Yo-Yo. But hey, we we shout out Yo-Yo. We had, I mean, every game, she already know. I'm speaking for about 30 minutes, <laughs> hey, hey, you know, and it's all be- <laughs> all the time. <laughs> and so even like now, like it's so funny because she's so confident now when she hoop. Yeah. And just for she was able to take that what I things that we went through and what I taught her. She right. took it to Tennessee. She went to D2 college. She could have went overseas, but she knows she cho- she chose to stay and do sports medicine. I respect it. Big facts. You know. Shout out so, Yo-Yo again. Right. So now when we <laughs> hoop in the gym, my sister shoot NBA range Thug. and knocking them down. Thug. And dudes are upset, yelling, yo, guard the girl. And like, bro, you see what she's shooting from? Like, she's Steph Curry popping. Right. <laughs> and, and she's mad confident. Yeah. You know, and just that feeling... It makes me feel proud because I see how I try to pour confidence in her. So now, well, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you two things. One, <laughs> the day you actually have a kid, you had a hell of a lot of practice, <laughs> right? So as soon as you mess up, you know I ain't cut you no slack, bro. Yeah, I'm you, like, you know I'm gonna be like, bro, yo, especially bro. when I get that girl. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got two of them. And secondly, I will say, you've inspired me today. You you, you definitely have. Especially when you said um, the idea that you don't want to go to the gym, but you go to the gym. Right. Like, that right there is like, damn, I wake up every morning. <laughs> and I think this is the difference between where we are versus where we've been versus, you know. Mm-hmm. Because I'll wake up in the morning and go, shit, I'm up early. I pay rent here. I'm going back to sleep. Like, <laughs> like I ain't getting up to do shit. Like, I don't care about none of this. So, going from, so, but the only time I have that mentality of I don't want to go, but I'm going, is mm-hmm. work. 
Right. Because I know if I don't do this, I'm not having this bed that I'm laying on. Mm-hmm. So you've inspired me. So going, I, I want to say, what's today's date? It's the 19th. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say starting March 1st. Okay. That is a Wednesday. I am going to finish my Black History Month on Lazy, but I'm going to crank up in March. Okay. I'm going to start getting up. Don't feel like getting up, but I'm going to get up anyway. I'm going to return to the basketball court. And we're we're gonna we're gonna finish that one on one where you let me hurt my ankle. <laughs> <laughs> it was not my fault. It wasn't your fault. That the concrete why, ended where it ended. Listen, I never blamed you. I, I said know you, you, don't. you let me fall though. Like you could have reached out. <laughs> you know my arm's short. <laughs> you was gonna fall regardless. Hey, right, right, you're absolutely right. But I'm still proud about it because I, I made the shot. You, you did make I it. I made the shot. Tore, and I almost did, I almost didn't look. But oh, I did man. look. Because <laughs> it's funny because I thought I heard you falling, but I'm like, he probably not falling. Let me just see if the shot goes in. And it went in. And by the time I looked, you was on the ground. Yeah, it was over. <laughs> Couldn't even walk out there. Uh, I think my ankle swelled up like a baseball. Mm. It was terrible, man. But. So it doesn't matter whether we're growing up in a suburb mm-hmm. or we out there in the ghetto. But. Two C's. Choice of the chance. Yep. That's all we got. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because when you posted it or you liked it, man, I've been, I'm like, okay, he, he, all right, we here. <laughs> yeah, already there. Already uh-huh. there. I feel you. Ladies and gentlemen, it doesn't matter where you start from. You can start from a, 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 a billion dollar trustee home or a fifty dollar one room shack. Mm-hmm. You can you can make it to yeah. wherever it is that you're trying to get to, right. but it's gonna take discipline. It's gonna mm-hmm. take confidence, patience, patience, and it's love. All, it's all about perspective. It's all about your perspective. Mm-hmm. Love, peace, fish, grease. Y'all stay blessed out there, man. Yes, sir. Y'all take care. Anything else you want to add? Uh, Love, live, life, proceed. Shout out out OG. (laughs) Shout out OG Joe for uh, allowing us to let this be possible. Y'all stay blessed out there. Love.